Ah, uh, yes. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Arbonauts, to a stream on a Tuesday. It is July 18th, and I hate to say this, but I think we can officially say we have reached midsummer. I, I am not pleased that I have to bring you this information that we are already at midsummer, but we are, in fact, uh, I think, officially in midsummer. But that means we have a whole half of the summer left, so it's all good. Uh, and it's good to see everybody. I hope everyone is doing well. Welcome to day eight of Shire Adventures. This is Lord of the Rings role playing Shire Adventures. We are sponsored, as always, by Free League Publishing. Thank you so much to Free League. And I have big news about their sponsorship relating to a new thing you'll be able to find, uh, which I will talk about in just a moment. Um, but before we get there, ways to support the channel. If you have not done so already, uh, please follow the channel. That is always appreciated. If you haven't all done so already, also hi to Big Boss Dragon Spear and Chaotix, by the way. If you have not done so already, please subscribe to us here on the channel. Uh, sorry, uh, please, I'll get to subscriptions in a minute. Do that, but that's not what I meant to say. I meant to say follow the channel. I also meant to say check out our YouTube at exclamation point arvtube.com. Uh, please follow me over there. Exclamation Point Arvcord is the Discord channel where you can hang out with the Arbonauts in between streams. Please join us over there. Please as well uh, join us uh, for uh, on my Twitter, which is exclamation point Arvtweets, and on Blue Sky, which is exclamation point Arvsky. And the website for all of this is arvinelleron.com, and more about that in just a moment. Um, the other thing I want to mention uh, is, uh, of course, on the on the uh, financial side, exclamation point Arvtreon is the Patreon, currently sitting with 18 patrons, 149 a month. Um, really does make a big difference if people are able to support us uh, on that because you can get stuff for you uh, and also stuff uh, for the uh, channel as a whole um, and you can get stuff that you can't necessarily get just through subscriptions. So the Patreon support would really be appreciated if you folks are able to do that. So please consider that. If you haven't done so already, uh, please consider as well subbing to the channel. This is where I wanted to talk about the subbing part. Uh, subbing to the channel, which um, allows you to get those custom sub badges and emotes to use here, there, and everywhere across Twitch. Um, and that also lets you... Um, uh, also will uh, let you uh, inspire our players. That's the word I was looking for. You can get inspirations to help our players both there and on our Patreon, which really does make a difference um, and uh, helps with all of the campaigns that we run. Um, so please consider doing that by subbing to the channel. Publishing, exclamation point Icarus, my graphic novel from Athos Arts. Exclamation point Library is my Tales and Tomes from the Forbidden Library. That's my 5e adventure and source book from Alligator Alley Entertainment. And exclamation point Grayshade, um, very excited about this because uh, my book Renegade, um, which I can talk about right here, um, it's a little small right now, but what if I were to, wait a second, it's a little small at the moment. Get out of studio mode. Okay, it's a little small at the moment, but what if I did that? There we go. That book is uh, coming out in one week is the official release date on July 25th. There will be an event on July 29th, which will be at Blackrock Books. I'm very excited about that. Uh, Renegade is the sequel to my award-winning Dark Fantasy Grayshade, uh, which came out last year. Renegade is due out next week, and you can pre-order that book and Heretic, the final book in the series, which I'm working on as we speak, which is coming out next year, plus the tabletop role-playing game from Brandon O'Brien and Alligator Alley Entertainment of Grayshade, plus the audiobook um, by Trend Sparks of uh, of um, Grayshade. All those are available at that Grayshade link, so please do that. Pre-orders are love, pre-orders are life, um, and please spread the word and let people know. Uh, kind of a big deal in, in my publishing world, so please uh, do that if you can. That would be much appreciated. Um, and again, that's with exclamation point Grayshade. Finally, exclamation point BLM, Black Lives Matter, important to affirm and assert the significance and importance of black lives, exclamation point 
Joint Help Now, the World Health Organization page on suicide prevention. Important to reach out to others when you need help and reach out to others when they need help as well. And exclamation point Ukraine, U-K-R-A-I-N-E, to help the people of Ukraine as they fight back against an illegal and legitimate war with bravery and courage and send the message that we will do so for others as well. Now, quick note about the publication uh, of Free Pub- Free League publishing support of our uh, of our show and of Shire Adventures. If you go over to the website, which you can find at arvinelleron.com, as previously mentioned, that is what the website looks like. And if you click on, right now we have the Infinity and Beyond podcast up here. Uh, and if you were to click on that, you would see that it shows you right here the members of the Infinity and Beyond crew. That's got another, right, doing Curse of Strahd. And that right now probably has another eight months or so, maybe six, seven months actually, uh, before the audio of Curse of Strahd is complete. That's been running all the way along. But on top now, we also have, what is this? Shire Adventures. We finally have our page up and rolling. And if you look up here, you can see that we have our four players, Amal, Brad, Tari, and Tren, are here along with their bios. And down below, uh, there will soon be, there's nothing there right now, but there is going to be within the next few days, the actual podcast episodes. So if you missed any of these podcasts, and if you're like, man, I'd like to show people the audio versions of these that, that they saw, you can find Shire Adventures, of course, on our YouTube channel, but also you will be able to find it uh, having been propagated to Google Play, to Apple Music, and to everywhere fine podcasts are sold. So we are adding another audio podcast to the mix to go along with Infinity and Beyond podcast is the Shire Adventures podcast. And I am very excited about that. You can see a little bit of Tari's work right behind there. You can see that and all that stuff. So very, very cool. Um, very excited for this. And again, you can find that. If you're curious, it's arvinelleron.com slash Shire dash adventures. That would allow you to come over to uh, that page to find it. Um, but that is where you can find it over on arvinelleron.com. So I wanted to show everyone that and let uh, those folks know. But now, it is time uh, to get started with our amazing crew. So I will unmute myself and apologize for anyone I'm interrupting because I can't hear who they are that they're speaking. And then I'm going oh, to dear. unmute them. And last but certainly not least, I'm going to uh, reveal them uh, as they are now here and on your screens and they are ready to go. Uh, it is good to see the Shire Adventures crew um, ready for a fellowship phase, which we will discuss in just a minute. But first, I want to start uh, on the top left. And oh my goodness, and I immediately get a sub from Shadowed Mage. A Transformer goes to perform at a comedy club. I just turned into a car for the first time, and boy, are my arms tires. Well done, Shadowed. Good work. Very well done. That's, that's good stuff. Um, thank you, Shadowed. Uh, thank you so much for the resub. And it's good to see the Shire Adventures crew. Uh, crew, I want to make sure we move through this quickly so we can get uh, to the adventure itself. But I will start, as always, on the top left of our little square here, of our Hollywood squares, with um, Amal, who has been talking to us about how wonderful it is to deal with um, all kinds of um, bureaucracies, basically, I think is the way I would describe that. Um, how are you doing, Mal? How's life in the universe with you and who are you playing today? Uh, I am doing all right. Thank you. I'm sorry I have lost my Zoom window as I tried to open the Twitch window, which I forgot about. Hey, here we go. Yes, right. Uh, I'm doing great. Um, bit of a resurgence of the wildfire smoke here. We had a tornado recently also. Yeah. Um, no, no, I, I, no, I, I will accept your enthusiasm for our normal climate thunderstorms. I will not accept it for tornadoes. I'm sorry. Uh, I think this area has had in my lifetime, like 
four tornadoes and three of them were in the last five years because climate's changing so that sucks but um yeah. it was it's a, it, it it hit in Barhaven, which is about 25 kilometers from here, um, which is 15 miles, something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, uh, so it, uh, yeah, things are, but weather is occurring and it is bad. And uh, the flooding in Vermont um, has actually severely affected a very dear friend of mine. And that also sucks. And that, uh, so I just thought I'd lead with, <laughs> not downer okay <laughs> anyway i'm fine uh considering all of these things um but otherwise yeah pretty pretty okay um can i show you my spider plant that i love i sure. i will like in this I, everything behind me is so blank but everything in front of me and around me is actually quite nice and lush uh like for instance look at my beautiful spider plant oh, it's such that's much bigger than the last time yeah, yeah i know it's growing it's grown up and I love it. And also, did you know spider plants have these weird, <laughs> long, pokey <laughs> things? So, what oh, water are you today? Roots. Can you yes. wear like a hat for the adventure? <laughs> uh, professional <laughs> author and writer person here. Uh, long pokey thing. Long pokey thing. <laughs> yeah. Listen, these are terms of art, okay? Yeah, listen, long and pokey was an artistic choice, okay? Yeah. That's a Hugo <laughs> Award winning long pokey root oh, right there. Something, right? something, the curtains are blue because the author wanted the curtains <laughs> to be blue. <laughs> yes. Yes. I will accept this roasting. Uh, <laughs> but, but no more. Um, so, anyway, uh, yes. Um, it is uh, it is thriving and I'm very happy with it. So anyway, uh, that side I play. Whoa, garbage truck! I was gonna say Tuesday. I said your garbage, garbage truck. truck. I just wait. I'm like, oh, oh it's okay. Garbage truck. Oh, it's yep. Shadow Mage's uh, improv uh, transformer. Right. Thing <laughs> <happening>. <laughs> it, it could have been so many things. Uh, anyway, I play Coriander Took, uh, who is granddaughter to Granny Lavender um and uh is uh just super sweet and innocent and has never done anything wrong ever in her life right exactly and has never uh found anything else accidentally in her pockets that weren't supposed to be um absolutely <laughs> sometimes has pepper in her pockets for reasons known only to herself but that are <laughs> totally innocent and uh fine in all circumstances 100 percent. among us has not put pepper in their pockets <laughs> for whatever purposes we might need it for it's absolutely um yeah. always a pleasure to have a mal with us thank you mal um moving right on the way over uh it is a brad bollier who's with us uh who was also showing us some very cool stuff uh just now that we can't can't talk about well no i mean we can it, it was we talk about we could talk we about it describe we, just, we could describe it um because it was very cool there's a thing like this um, and there's a thing like this yeah like i know this is twisting your arm to do this but why don't you describe uh roughly what you just in general terms what we were looking at right i think you can do that and who are we who are you playing as well and any can you voice the things on the cover that you're about to describe? <laughs> see, see you don't need me yeah. <laughs> I don't think any no, of what I just did indicates that trend. I'll describe it. I'll leave the, the dragons to <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, the, the thing we're talking about is a cover reveal for the first book in my new series coming out in December, which is the series is the book of the whole. The book one is the dragons of Deepwood Fen. It's a big, fat, epic fantasy with all kinds of cool dragons. Um, the cover art's by Kekai Kotaki. 
uh, and I've admired his stuff for quite a while. And um, he, just, he just did a really cool cover. So check me out at coolings.com. I'll be sure to post it there. Or if you, if you follow me or, or DAW uh, books on Twitter and Instagram, they're going to post it as well. So that's coming out tomorrow. So I'm super excited about that. But um, in the meantime, I'm on the, I'm on the final leg. The uh, copy edits have been a real, real slog. I've got a great copy editor who I met through some work on Grimdark Magazine, Mike Myers. Uh, he's a real taskmaster and he's been helping me a lot to make my prose a, a bit more intimate and engaging. Um, and it's, it's shifted a little bit. Uh, not that my stuff wasn't engaging before, it's just a different style than I'm sort of used to. It's a bit more spare. Um, and, and I like it, uh, but it's taken a while to get there. So it's, it's been, um, I'm just, I'm dying at this point to get it done. <laughs> Everything's pretty, pretty well wrapped up at this point. Um, all the heavy just put a punctuation mark. I'm just dying is really what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just dying. I am. Uh, I want this over. Yeah. It's, it's funny when you get to the point of like release time, you know, everyone's excited except for the author because they've like they've been through so much already and they're like on to the next book it's been they've put this thing to bed for months at that point and of course they're excited for people to see it but at the same time they're like you know i'm months into like yeah. the next project yep. and stuff and so yep. it's almost you have to rewind when you get to release day and stuff which greg you're gonna be dealing with in a couple days yeah yep. um uh, and everybody, be sure to to check that out when it comes out. Renegade is coming out. It's it's awesome. Thank um, you. Follows in in Gray Shade's footsteps very well. I'm um, really happy to to have read it. Thank you. Um, and uh, anyway, so so that's where I am. I'm like in, in the thick of stuff. I'm I, but I want to be out. I want to be out of the swamp. I want to move on to like creating new things. Um, and in the meantime, I am excited to play um, Calorin Fallowhide, uh, a messenger. Uh, who is, um, he's a budding map maker, but he's also like a, a guy who likes to collect histories and stories. And among them, he wants to like sort of build his own histories and stories with these fine folks. So looking forward to the fellowship phase and the next parts of our adventures. Awesome. Um, and yes, I, I am excited for that. And the, uh, the, aff the aforementioned cover is really cool, um, Chad. And besides, Brad's an excellent writer. Um, this is going to be a mutually admiration side. I like your well, I also like your writing. Um, yeah, anyway. well, I like you I, more. Yeah, I like your writing even better. Anyway, you shut um, up. I like you more. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you what's better writing. Your writing. Anyway, um, but uh, no, I am I am grateful to Brad for having for having checked out Renegade and uh, and I am excited for to uh, to start that new series because Brad's excellent at epic fantasy anyway. But then when you add in dragons, I'm like, mm, sign me up. Uh, I'm I'm ready for that. So um, so definitely make sure you check that out. Uh, coming from Daw, and thank you, Brad. Always a pleasure to have Brad with us. Also a pleasure to have, as we move to the bottom left, uh, Tari, um, who is here with us despite the uh, level of exhaustion. Um, but Tari's here. She's ready to go. She is prepared. Um, as you can see, she has uh, constructed a whole series of plants to compensate for a mal spider plant. So um, now there are a bunch of plants behind her at every level, so you just have to keep that in mind. See? Aw, look at the little baby. Is that? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> is that that's at, no what what pokemon is that that's um it's oddish, that's oddish. it's oddish yeah it's oddish yeah, that's right so this is uh i have a little Friend. yeah oh it's great see it's like we all have pets well look 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 <laughs> see, actually... see there wow. see see look right there see it exists wow. it's a good there you go well this is my prayer pond but that's your bamboo though <laughs> oh my god sorry do all of yours come 
in little adorable creatures? No, just these two, actually. Okay. These are like the ones that I got for my boyfriend at some point. Uh, so they are above his desk. Everyone's on trend now. Like, where's your plant, Trend? Where's, oh, where's, no, where's, where's, where's your plant? Okay. <laughs> it's actually good, though, because I can, like, sort of try and figure out while I have it on Zoom, like, where where do I want to put the plant? <laughs> trend, trend, you do have a map behind you that, that marks forests. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's an indication of, like, fake forests, of fake plants <laughs> that exist in, that, in, a, in, a, in a fake world. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows that? Anyway, Tari, it's good to see you. Um, and how are you doing? Despite being tired, how are you otherwise and who you're playing? Well, my PC is still broken. So uh, I'm on my boyfriend's PC, hence the different background. Uh, it's a different lighting situation. Woo! Oh. Um, so, uh, and like the Oddish planter and the little penguin planter. Um, but yeah, uh, aside from that... Uh, just tired all the time, but also working a lot on the house, finally taking care of some shit that has been demanding to be taken care of for over a year now. <laughs> so that's nice, just to like be halfway through and then realize, shit, I didn't buy enough supplies. Oh. I hope they still sell them, even though I got them a year ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, a lot of that. Uh, but yeah, aside from that, uh, take, taking care of start, stuff and in between playing a lot of puzzle bubble the new one, which is so awesome and so goddamn difficult on the Switch. What, what is it? Puzzle Bubble. What is that? Uh, it's like a really old arcade game uh, originally by uh, Taito. Um, like it, Taito I, back in the day. I gotta look it up. Yeah, well, it has like different names depending on where you are. Like I know in Germany it was called Buster Move back in the day. Oh, I think... Yes. Like for the Super Nintendo. Is it dinosaurs and, and they there's like bu they, yes. they shoot bubbles? Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I fucking loved that game as a kid. And then I saw like, whoa, what? New one on the Switch? Yes, please sign me the fuck up. So I've just been playing that and cursing at uh, at the screen a lot. Getting very, very frustrated because no game that looks this cute has the right to be this hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like brutal at times. Fucking brutal. Uh, but yeah, besides that... Uh, uh, and my PC being broken, this I cannot draw or do proper work on there. Like I can doodle in my sketchbook, so that's what I've been doing a lot. Uh, but yeah, I can't work on the webcomic that I just started, which is annoying. Uh, we have, we have nine, nine new emotes coming from Tari to you as soon oh, as yeah, you get the PC that's back. True. Yeah, which are also <laughs> on my fucking PC. So it's like, oh, the lit, like literally my PC broke like after the day I finished it. Like, it, no, like the, the, the data is fine. It's like something with the power supply. The, the hard drive should be perfectly fine, but still it's i'm fucking fortunate um but yeah besides that uh, i am playing uh one granny lavender hope singer uh who is a scholar and a hobbit and uh, one coriander's uh, grandmother on her mother's side and uh a distant cousin to caloran through my great great grandfather's side <laughs> uh so um, that is a family configuration, but I'm also uh, a healer. And as you can see, I like to smoke my pipe as every good hobbit does. Yep, <laughs> which is definitely online with the healing. I mean, I, I see those things totally, mm -hmm. you know, connected. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, always- Well, you can't get lung cancer if you don't have a lung left, huh? <laughs> That's, uh, yes. That, you could also argue that, you know, leaf is a different thing with non-carcinogenic properties. Ah. And uh, 
nevertheless, if, if, if any similarity exists, it could just be armoring your lungs from within with a thin coating of tar that prevents <laughs> other noxious fumes. Like oxygen, you know. Taking, yeah, noxious. Oh. Oxygen is so bad for you. That's why people have no antioxidants. Oxygen. People, like, have you seen, people have, have you antioxidants, iron? okay? Like, I mean, have you seen iron when you leave it out? Right, right. You don't Which want is that. in your blood. You, you want, want your rust, blood to you? rust? Thank you. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to have Tari with us as I somehow become the last, the first actual and the last actual play to be sponsored by uh, Philip Mars. Anyway, it's uh, <laughs> great to see everyone here. <laughs> Uh, and, and to move on, never mind, a very bad tobacco company you want to, oh, okay. um, to move us on. Always a pleasure to have Tari with us. And yes, there will be emotes coming. Also, uh, some and a new and a Shire Adventures image that will be updating the store as well. But again, that all waits for the PC to return to its normal glory. I'm so fucking sorry. Um, it's, not, it's not. It's totally, I totally get it. It's cool. Uh, but it's most important oh. that we have the amazing Tari with us in person. So that's really good. Uh, oh, yes, last, uh, Tari. I don't know if it's the most amazing one right now. but uh... Well listen it's it's you know listen i know it's a tired tari it's a tire tiree anyway um it is also a pleasure to have with us trent sparks uh who is with us in here and available trent it is good to see you um and uh, yeah we had a massive uh thunderstorm here before trent actually so i was thinking about you it was not a tornado it was just a thunderstorm and i was like trent would absolutely love this and it was incredibly dark inside my office and no longer is because it is finally passed but um yeah furious storms followed by 90 degree weather totally normal right um, but, uh, how have you been trying how's life in the universe over in your neck of the woods and who are you playing today? Okay, I want you to imagine a plant. Okay. Just imagine a plant. It is a succulent. It has like these, these thick sort of, the plant is called baby's toes. And it's like, got like these thick succulent, like stem thick succulent things. baby's toes. <laughs> well, the, the, technically they're leaves, but they're Don't really, really, imagine that. right. But it's, okay. it's, it's Latin. It's, it's scientific name is, is like, it has the word defenestrate in the name, Okay. which most of us know means to throw something out of a window, you know, but, um, the reason they have them and part of the reason why they're called baby's toes is because at the tip of every one of these leaves, there's a tiny clear window of sorts that it looks like like a little baby's toenail if maybe the baby was the hulk or something because it's green you know obviously the toe is green whatever so in um in like december or so they start sending out or november no in winter they start sending up uh blooms that will open during the day and they close up at night and typically they don't bloom in like the summer when it's hot unless they're really really happy which looks a lot like this Oh, look at that. And so the reason I didn't have it was because it was in the kitchen window. I had to go get it. So, <laughs> but yeah, every night this blossom closes up. And then when the sun hits it in the day, it, it opens up again. It's kind of like a morning glory that way. He had to go run down to the corner to get this plant to make up this story too, Chad. It's right. amazing. And I had, to, I, had to, <laughs> I had to make the plastic, mold the pot, and then had to run out to the nearby, you know, high desert and get the soil for <laughs> and it. And then scream at it to be happy. Like, uh, you know, right. just like so. That's amazing. I no, had that's to be unbelievably cool. cold and cruel to to make it think it was winter. So, You're no I mean, longer excluded from the cool plants club. So that's right. that's Thank good. you. So what uh, what have I been up to lately? Aside from having a plant in the window that is for some reason blooming six months out of season. Um I finally finished the Techlit uh anthology. Oh good. That I was working for. I was like, I was like, oh God, 
oh god okay and I, I told i told adam i said i'll be done with it you know by friday and like sunday i'm just finishing the edits on the thing i'm like okay here 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 it is and he's like oh um you know i need you to do one i know we said that you know i would do the interstitials and and that you trend would do the other part can you just go ahead and do the author's note as well like, god uh, <laughs> Why do I have to read more of David Prince's words? Uh, anyway, it's only like one page. So I did it pretty fast and then you know, uploaded it. I'm like, okay, here. And he's like, oh, okay. I may have miscommunicated something. I'm like, I will reach through this monitor and strangle you. <laughs> I needed you he's to do like, this backwards in Spanish. Almost. God, son of a almost. He, he actually kind of miscommunicated part of something that we were supposed to be doing that I wound up doing more than he wanted me to actually do. And I'm like, oh. okay, so what, whatever you don't need, just scrap it. It's fine. Right. I don't care. <laughs> you know, it's done. And so after like a week of listening to my own voice and just being like, I'm so sick of hearing my own voice. Then John is like, here's Hour of the Wolf that you and Lisa did. Can you do an audio proof on this? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> no, it's like 20 hours. No. And so, yeah, that's what I'm working on now. Yay. So I'm playing this, this horrible person. Um, who is a man of Bree. He is a gate guard from Bree. He is the guy that in a few years will get trampled under gate by the Nazgul if he lives that long. If he doesn't live that long, then obviously he probably wasn't him. Anyway, so yeah, his name is um, Thane, no, um, Titch Applebaugh. There you go. Well, and that's it for now. Well done. Oh, that that kind of rhymes. That's that, absolutely. Um, <laughs> That's right. Uh, we have never did not have not existed long enough in the world that character to create multiple titles. So, um, so that's good. Um, it is good to see everybody here. I'm going to fire up the music in a second, but I will tell everybody that we are in the year 1360 by Shire Reckoning, and the uh, intrepid crew here has now gone through not one but two separate adventures, uh, beginning with a conspiracy most cracked and then expert treasure hunters. But I don't have a recap to do today because I don't need to do one because today is a very special phase. It is called the fellowship phase. It is the phase that exists between adventure sequences. Oh, yes, that was the... That's, that's <laughs> what happened. That was, that was pretty fast. much it. Titch ran really, really fast. Um, <laughs> two, like, really, really two really fun parts of the campaign. And I will say, Chad, that after this fellowship phase, we are just about halfway through the campaign, which only started in January. It's a much faster campaign than Adventures of Middle Earth was. Um, and so, uh, but today we have a fellowship phase, which run a little bit different than the fellowship phase from adventures of middle earth before we get to that fellowship phase though we have reached level two and so as i fire up the music i do want to ask uh, i want to see what we've got in terms of level two stuff let's get some willow and the light going on there good okay um so i want to see what we've got in terms of leveling so let me start here let me work uh from the bottom corner, I'll, I'll go, I think, in the opposite direction. I'll start with our uh, with our Man of Bree uh, captain Question? and go backwards. Yes? Uh, how are we doing HP? It is up to you as to whether you want to um, roll for it or whether you want to mm -hmm. take the average. Um, the true, um, you know, thank you, Effect Life, 27 months, level two. Exactly, that was well worth it. Thank you so much, Effect Life. Um, you know, the true players um, face their fears with confidence uh, and fear no darkness, and they rolled HP. No, it's completely up to you if you don't want to be subject to that. Um, I like the shiny math rocks. So um, that roll. is entirely up to you if you want to do that. 
Um, so uh, if you want to if you want to do that uh, by taking the average, you can do that. I'll let you decide that when we get to you. Um, but uh, Titch, as a man mm -hmm. of Bree, level two, a couple of things actually happen for you besides the hit point stuff. The first is that you are going to be picking a craft or a virtue. Um, or I should say a craft, yeah, craft or virtue and a fighting style. Yes. So um, there are multiple fighting styles. I don't know if you want to go through them or if you want me to. Um, okay. okay. Praying Mantis. Uh, Praying yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Path Tiger. of the Bear. Um, yes. Right. <laughs> path, path of the Owl. Um, <laughs> so Come what on. are the fighting he, he styles? That throw down his weapons part. and leave <laughs> if that were the case. What are the fighting styles that you could choose, uh, Titch? Maybe Maybe the bear was me all along. Anyway, uh, so the first is defense. And while I am wearing armor, I gave him a plus one bonus to my AC, which is pretty cool. Yep. There is dueling. When you are wielding a melee weapon in one hand and no other weapon, you gain plus two bonus to damage and rolls with that weapon. <laughs> that is very not bad. Uh, great weapon fighting. When you roll damage for an attack you make with melee weapon that you are wielding with two hands, uh, you can treat any roll of four or less on a damage die as a five. Nice. Yeah. Uh, weapon must have a two-handed or versatile property for you to gain this benefit. And finally, protection. Uh, when a creature you can see hits you or a target other than you that is within five feet of you with a melee attack, you can use your reaction to add your proficiency bonus, which at this point is two. Uh, to the target's AC for that attack. So, for example, if somebody was going to hit Coriander and I was standing right next to her, I could, like, basically push my shield in front of her to help protect her and give her a plus two to her AC. Um, and then glare at her for having exposed herself somehow. Exactly. In the fight, I, you know, like, I said, stay behind me. <laughs> right. Uh, I must be I wearing am a shield. Now. I now I'm behind you. <laughs> or I knew you would give me behind you. By the way, I've got your shield! <laughs> Which I must be wearing a shield or a finesse weapon in order for that to work, so I don't think my spear counts. Uh, right, but it, it actually gives you an opportunity yes, though, to consider about yes, what does. you want to do in terms of going forward. So what what's your thought about how you want to... Because I don't want to influence it. In my mind, I haven't no, thought about no, what Titch is going to be, but you tell me. As soon as, soon as I read all four of them, of course, it's not like I could have figured it out before that. But as soon as I finally finished reading, knowing what he does as as a, a gate guard, um, I think that um, you know, should the gates fall, his job is still to protect the people of the city, and I think he's going to go protection. Yeah, I had a feeling it might be something like that, um, which means we're looking at shield work, um, you know, going forward all the um, way down. Yeah, which is which is that's yeah, all <laughs> the way down. It. Exactly. Shield. Um, shield. Um, oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> a shield, and I see some heraldry uh, ah. bright eyes coming up there. Um, so, yes, uh, good stuff. So, that will be uh, yours is now protection. I love it. That's your fighting style. And we also mm -hmm. have a virtue, and this is something which is going to be affecting more than just you. Um, virtues uh, are things which also exist within Adventures of Middle-Earth, and there are both common virtues and cultural virtues, and you can take each virtue only once. Or, instead of taking a virtue, you could gain a craft slot and a craft of your choice from the scholar's craft list. And this is a good chance for us to talk briefly about that chat. Um, so, the uh, in the scholar's craft list, um, you do have the opportunity here to be able to get um, to be able to get a 
uh, list of items from craft. It's basically a technique that can be acquired by any adventurer from any calling, but they're the special domain of scholars. So the list of this is beast craft, so you can communicate and verbally communicate with beasts. Sorry, comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts. Hand craft, making things with superior skill and cunning. Leech craft, you are skilled in the healing of wounds and sickness. Rune craft, you can read and write runic inscriptions. Song craft, which would be really funny if Titch decided he was going to be, and I no. think I will never see. <laughs> um, so there's that. You, um, write, you could be Bob Dylan. You could be <laughs> Bob Dylan of the Shire and write, like, you know, poetry, but just get other people to sing it much better than you. That's true. Everybody Order must up. be in Bree. <laughs> that's actually true i saw bob dylan live at the university of connecticut some years ago and his voice was just as terrible as always but man is his band dynamite he had two drum set like and the songs are great it's just you know you know that's him so no um, he no titch is more like jim neighbors <laughs> okay <laughs> tremendous great um so we have song around <laughs> The Brady Bunch said, exactly. when it's time to change, then it's time to change. <laughs> um, or Speechcraft, student of Sindian and Quenya, the ancient tongue. Weaponcraft, gaining proficiency with a weapon if you don't already have it. And you can use either intelligence, wisdom, or charisma instead of strength or dexterity for attack and damage. And last, Woodcraft, familiar with the difficulties encountered when crossing wildlands and with the ways of overcoming them. So Titch could choose a craft if he didn't want to choose a virtue, or could choose a virtue, and there are both common ones and cultural ones. So having said all of that, uh, Tren, what are you thinking about for Titch in terms of... Where are the virtues? Uh, the virtues are in Chapter 4, uh, which is on page 80 of your PDF um, that you should have. Um, yeah. And I will, I'm, I'm not going to go through these in great detail, just run through them quickly. Common ones are confidence, you can increase intelligence, wisdom, or charisma, and get proficiency in saving throws for those. Dower handed, increase your strength score and gain a plus one bonus to weapon damage rolls. Hardiness, improve con by one, hit point maximum increases as well. Mastery, increase one ability score of your choice by one, and you gain a skill, tool, or weapon proficiency of your choice. Nimbleness, uh, your dex, dex goes up by one, AC goes up by one, but you lose it if you're wielding a shield, so I don't think that makes sense based on what you just did. Prowess, increase one ability score of your choice by two, or two ability scores of your choice by one. All of those ones I just mentioned are common to all of you, by the way. They're common virtues that anyone could theoretically choose. However, there is additionally virtues of the men of Bree. There is one which immediately everyone is going to tell you to take, and that Bree is pony. Bree Pony. No. Yep, you got oh. it. Um, <laughs> you increase your wisdom by one. Your pony uses your proficiency boner rather than its own, has a number of hit dice equal to your character level, and obeys your commands. So you could be Bree the Pony. Uh, I just pony. heard you say proficiency boner. <laughs> I did too. Proficiency did boner. Did I say that? Yes, that's yes, what you yes, said. You did. That, that's why. If you eventually go back and look at the VOD, as soon as those words came out of your mouth, I went, and then I was like, no, nope, let it go, let it go, let it go. And also, he uses your boner rather than his own. So uh, anyway. Um, um, oh, right oh my God. Listen, I either have to lean into it or just stop the stream. So Don't say that either. either. She's dead. Wow. All right. Listen, that, that is all. Yeah, I'm, 
You're all to blame. You're all Me, to blame. The furry you is all, trying to, to shut blame. this down and move on. <laughs> okay, uh, Defiance, which increases your con by one, and you can spend one hit die to heal yourself as a bonus action, which is cool. Desperate Courage. Uh, you've lived all your life on the edge of the wild, so you can increase your ability score by one. And whenever you gain shadow points, you also gain inspiration. That one's interesting to me, I think. Um, I haven't lived my life on the wild, so it doesn't make any sense uh, to me. Fair enough. Friendly and familiar. Uh, you can increase your I charisma by have. one. Fellowship, right, that's right. Strange as news from Bree, uh, which is you increase intelligence or wisdom by one, gain proficiency in the investigation skill, and during each fellowship phase, this is why we're doing level first, you can receive a rumor from the lore master. The art of smoking. I don't think you smoke, but I'll come back to that. I do. With the, that stuff. I have proficiency with pipes. Oh, you do have it already. Okay, so you can increase intelligence, wisdom, or charisma. Your proficiency bonus is doubled for any ability check you make with pipe. And you can use your pipe to gain inspiration a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus instead of just once. Hmm. So those are what you got. You got those virtues or a craft and your hit points. So having um, done all of that, what, what sounds promising to you? I am... Mm. I really wish I had remembered or realized that we were doing this. I would have looked these up before. If you want me to, like, if you want to think about it and I go on to everyone else and then come back yeah. to you, I can do that. Yeah. Do you want me to do that? Okay. Yeah, please. All right. Um, Tari, let me let me have, uh, let me deal with you next. Um, oh, yeah. Mine is really straightforward. Um, is <laughs> like, it, is I don't get to choose anything. Uh, I don't get to choose anything. Uh, so it's just... Uh... Uh, I get uh, two new features uh, called Cunning Mind and Hands of the Healer. Uh, Cunning Mind does the uh, following. Uh, I see it. Uh, you, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell. Second level, you can take a bonus action on each of your turns in combat. This action can be used only to make an intelligence or wisdom check or take the help action. Uh, yeah, basically, bonus action. <laughs> Helping help a guy, <laughs> but that's useful though because a help yeah, action normally would use bonus it action up, so. gives somebody advantage or something. I exactly, guess. yeah. Um, so, uh, which is very useful, um, and that is unlimited. So that's also nice. Uh, yep. And then the second one is hands of a healer, which should be very familiar to people, uh, at least to the ones who uh, read the, the books, because that's what uh, Aragorn has, and which uh, marks him as uh, the king. And it's uh, also what um, Tawny Bear um, had in our last campaign in AIME. Mm -hmm. And also goes like way back into Abrahamic religion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like something like, uh, yeah, the king of... <sighs> Promised Land, I don't know which name <laughs> it was. Anyway, also like, yeah, yeah, he's going to have the hands of a healer. That's where we're talking about that one from. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, beginning at second level, you can use healing techniques to treat the wounds of your allies during a short rest. Uh, choose a number of friendly creatures, including yourself, who spend one or more hit dice at the end of the short rest, up to twice your proficiency bonus. Uh, each of those creatures regains an extra 1d6 hit points for each hit die spent. So they do need to, they do need to, in other words, use a hit die themselves, but then you basically buff that is, is essentially what that means um, in this context. So you increase the healing that gets done, um, which is cool. Um, but they have to have used one of their hit dice during that rest for you for them to get benefit. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I, I haven't really... Um filed it into my brain yet. Yeah, no, um, that's fine. And yeah, that is. Uh, that is it, except for hit points that, that you get. Yes, um, a d8. That's a two. Um, so, 
we're just gonna uh so i'm gonna take the average as i was <laughs> <laughs> nope no. um that, that's all right it's yeah it, plus my con modifier which is plus one so i get plus three hit points which puts me up to 12 a robust 12, 12. well or... i guess it checks out granny is a bit um well she took that yeah she took that Fragile. injury last time yeah so what is the average uh, it would be for her it's an a eight, D8, that right? would be f So it would have been five. It would have been four plus one is five as opposed to three. So it's not like a huge, you know. Um so okay, good stuff. Uh yeah, and that cunning mind is going to be quite useful, I think, um, with, with Tari playing it. So it's yes, gonna yes. be good stuff. Uh one more question. Uh sure. we had skipped over that last time, uh or like until now. Uh and that is the herbal remedies that I get. Uh like basically, I have none at this moment. Uh, how many can I have? Uh, herbal remedies. Wait a second, uh, let me find the page. Herbal. I'm looking for. Why does it not find anything? I don't know. <laughs> um. Because I don't, I don't see it myself. I mean, there's an herbalism kit, but I don't. Mm -hmm. No, there was like a thing that gave me like a certain amount of like herbal remedies. It might be your craft, um, which would be uh, fifty-five or sixty-four. No, uh, that's leechcraft. Ah, anyway, I'm gonna go try it. Okay, this. take a look at it and find out. We'll we'll come back to you. Um, but otherwise, looks good. All right, Brad, I'll come to you next. Um, so, uh, Cal is, of course, a messenger. And at uh, level two, we get again, well, two things. First of all, um, sneak attack, and you can explain to people, but I think people should be familiar with it, a little bit with it, uh, with, with what Bolo was able to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. um, but then also this craft or virtue that I mentioned before. So, um, for the sneak attack, you can tell people about what that does, and then we'll talk about your what craft or virtue sounds good to you. Hey, what's yeah, up, Andy? What's up, my friend? I'm not sure if that changed. Uh, I'm just I'm rolling up to it now. Okay. Um, if it if it changed uh, in the rule base from the the previous. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I can I can do that. Uh, I can talk about that in just a bit. Good to see you, Andy. Um, so, uh, sneak attack just basically means you can deal an extra 1d6 damage to one creature you hit with an attack if you have advantage on the attack roll. You have to use a finesse or ranged weapon, but you do not need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy of the target is within five feet of it. So if one of your comrades is up close and personal, you don't then need advantage on it. Uh, if the enemy isn't incapacitated and you don't have disadvantage on the attack roll. So in other words, if your comrade is actively fighting something, not just lying next to it, um, and you don't have disadvantage on the attack roll, then you get extra damage. And over time, that increases, uh, becomes 2d6 at third level, sorry, comes 2d6 at fifth level, and then on and on and on from there. So sneak attack becomes quite, quite powerful um, as time goes on. So that's very good. Um, but then there's also craft or virtue. And I wondered if any of those, or do you have any interest in crafts, uh, of the crafts that I mentioned? And if not, the common virtues remain the same, but there yeah. are also specific virtues to um, hobbits, uh, which will apply as well to, uh, which will apply to, I think, to Coriander as well. So does the, 
to the craft have any interest to you? Uh, no, I actually had a virtue eyed up when I uh, made the character, uh, and I, I I can't remember if I couldn't take it or just wanted a different one. But um, anyway, three is company. I thought that's really not what cool. I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, go on. What's it do? So um, it uh, the wise say it is sometimes best to trust friendship than uh, trust to friendship than to great wisdom. This is particularly true for hobbits, as everyone knows. That is, uh, it is hardly possible to separate them from their friends. Hardly possible. If given your trust to your fellow company members, and a true friendship has grown from the bond unifying you. Love it. So, I would increase charisma score by one to a maximum of twenty. And this is the cool part: increase the fellowship rating of your company by one. Yep. And then, when I spend fellowship points, choose a number of companions, which can include yourself. Uh, who can see or hear you up to twice your proficiency bonus, each of those companions gains inspiration. That's interesting because mine just says up to your proficiency bonus, not up to twice. Oh, okay. I, I literally just read it in the... I mean, this is in the PDF. I don't know. The, yeah. The printed books... That's interesting because the printed book says up to your proficiency bonus. Uh, we'll worry... I mean, I'll, I'll get clarification and find out. Um, regardless, each of those companions gains inspiration. That's... I mean, that's awesome. Totally fits narratively. Yeah, I, it kind of magnifies yeah. the, the, the party and, you know, having yep. a close-knit party is... You, know, you, you can sort of see, like... Um, sending a message without even talking you know to somebody because you know them so well yeah. just a, a nod or a look or you know a, a tip of the head you know or something like that it's, it's kind of neat so uh and i thought with um uh cal being messenger guy slash you know uh eager to talk and learn about people he would sort of build this these kinds of relationships fairly quickly and so it seemed to fit him pretty well Yep, um, and now you have already um, the fellowship rating um, because, let's see, we chose the meat patron edition, right, plus two points. So we had, I think we started with, there should be, the fellowship points should be generally uh, four plus, I think we had, was it plus two for Bilbo, um, which means mm -hmm. six. So then if you were to take this, Cal, it would be seven, would be the total mm -hmm. points. Um, although it is, it should be noted that um, Bilbo is the starting patron, um, and you may end up deciding to switch. So you don't, they don't stack. Like if another patron became part of it, you might not necessarily keep two plus something else. Thank you for the resub, Chaotix. Appreciate sure. it. Okay. Um, but anyway, regardless, that would definitely be a good thing, and that would give you a lot of fellowship points to work with. So yes. Um, so is that? Are you definitely going down that road? You think? Yeah, I like it. So okay. Then there is your virtue. Um, that is simple enough to do. And so that just leaves us with uh, the one... D now, your hit points are 1d8. You could take the average, which is 5, or do as the the courage and confidence of hobbits, which has never failed, should do, and that is step forward and roll as in accordance with the prophecy. Um, but it is up to you. You can do either one. Mm. So it's, uh, it's a straight d8, no pluses? Uh, plus your plus your comm. Yeah, plus your comm modifier. It is my comm, my comm. Do it. Level one. Well, rolling is always fun, right? Yes. I'll roll. It's not best of two. Uh, say again. It's not best of two. It's not best of two. <laughs> Sadly not. All right, here we go. Wait, do we? Wait. Oh, look at that. See, clearly was Damn. the right way to go. Eight total <laughs> points because you said you had a plus oh, one on the comm, right? 
Yeah. So look at that. Eight points. See, and Gra if Granny was paying attention, this is what would have happened for Granny as well. It was just, you know. Eh? <laughs> Did you say something? <laughs> so 17, I believe, is what yeah. I have you at now, Cal. Wow. Yeah. A hale and hearty young hobbit. More like a hobgoblin <laughs> it, am I right? Um, all right. So, um, good stuff, Cal. Uh, and that is level two for Cal. Last but certainly not least, uh, we have, of course, Amel. And Coriander, who is, and by the way, um, for those who don't know, Indy is a dear friend and a musician who has been with Arvcon for a long time and has uh, come to a musical event live and in person. I've actually met him and plays all kinds of awesome games and stuff like that. Um, and you should yeah, follow him because... Concert, yeah, he did a concert. Through, does the, yeah, he did a concert occasionally, a little bit of, little bit of strumming away at the guitar. Uh, Indy may or may not have a role on this channel, he said archly, not related to this campaign, uh, but may have a role R -O -L -E somewhere else. R-O-L-E or R-O-L-L? R-O-L-E. Um, at, at a later point uh, in the not-too-distant future, so you should be on the lookout for that. In the meantime, you should check him out and follow him and do all the streaming. But Indy, what we're doing here is we're playing ourselves some Lord of the Rings role-playing sponsored by Free League Publishing. These folks are in the middle of a fellowship phase, and I am about to hear from, uh, from Coriander Took, played by the amazing Amal, who is a treasure hunter, uh, what uh, they would like because there's not a whole lot I guess at level 2 for Treasure Hunter but you do get something very important uh, which is what? What do you get uh, Coriander? Get a cunning action I believe mm -hmm. Is that what that is? That uh, is <laughs> Which uh, is Sorry I literally just had it and then I moved away from it somehow Arr! How did this Ugh, PDFs why are they like this? Why do they ruin my life? Um, not for much longer Oh, I, I should actually, I can announce that. Uh, the I should mention Free League is going to be sending hard copies of the rules to everybody, and I'm getting the addresses from them, so they should, within the next, I would say, two weeks anyway, have hard copy, hardcover books like the one that I've got here, which may help the PDF problem a little bit. Sorry, on you go. Yes. Thank you, yes, Free League. Yes, agreed. Um, yes, hooray. Sir, sorry, here, this is, needs to stop flashing me. Okay. Uh, yes, so... Uh, cunning action. Starting at second level, you can take a bonus action on each of your turns in combat. This action can be used only to take the dash, disengage, or hide action. Which is pretty sweet. The hide action, for one thing, was a lot going on with uh, Coriander for that. I could see stuff for dash as well, and maybe even disengage if Coriander somehow was in a fight with someone and then decided to back off. So that's pretty good. Um, that is that is good. Treasure Hunter specialty at level three, where you'll be able to really like refine further the direction that Coriander was going to go. But for now, level two um, will allow you to do the cunning action. Now, question. Uh, are you taking the average of five, or are you going to roll? Hmm. So far, one person didn't do so well, but one person did very well. So. Well, uh, yeah, the average of those two things um, might be the thing to do. Honestly, the the fact that the I know that this isn't actually how statistics works, but the fact that Brad just rolled a seven makes me disinclined to roll. <laughs> like, no, no. Um, it has no bearing on what you're gonna roll. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. Thank you, Tari, very much for that. So, um, yeah. And Coriander would do it. <laughs> would she, or would That's... she just uh, snatch the, uh, the thing that is That's the, the five? Yeah. Um, That's true. So she's currently at ten hit points. Uh, I feel like advancing by five is actually pretty, pretty good, pretty in keeping with mm -hmm. uh, her her emergent constitution. 
Um, it's not the dizzying heights of, you know, say, Calor and Fallowhide, but it's, you know. <laughs> it's, it's true. I mean, he, it's, in his, it's in his name. Fallowhide. Fallowhide, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think... Um, I know rolling is always fun. Trent, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna are you gonna roll? Or I'm gonna you roll. Gonna, you're gonna roll. I'm gonna roll. That would be the only one who didn't roll. 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 Pressure. pressure. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be peer pressured into this. So I want the record to show I would have preferred to take the average. <laughs> you really literally can That's do whichever you said. like. Of course, but you also can't do worse than I did. So. That's true. I can do as bad as you did. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, the family. Let's say I want to, you know what? I want to roll a five. Let, let me try and do a call okay. shot here. Okay, so okay. I'm rolling 1d8. I, I think you're going to roll more than that. So there you go. Inshallah. Okay, let's see. Let's, uh, let's see how we go. Roll 1d8. <laughs> yeah. So well, there's, you, there, know, you know how you're related to Granny, so there may be a genetic uh, thing that, yeah. Ge genetic thing. Just, there you go. Just sort of, you know. Yeah, so she is at 12, like her Granny. The good news is Titch is likely to do very well now. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for you, Tren. did it for you. <laughs> Go on. Oh man, there's gonna there's gonna be some very there's gonna be a very uh, irritated subtweet or sub blue sky whatever the hell sub post coming up. And they're gonna be like, can... everything okay? Be like, oh yeah, it's fine. It's all great. It's a good thing you can disengage and hide now. It's true. I don't have any time. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh, Coriander took uh, a chance, and then. Um, oh. Okay. okay. Well, I was um, going to explain witchcraft I took as well, but yes. Tell that well. Um, I, I, oh, you took witchcraft? I, I didn't know that was an option. Well, it is now. <laughs> what are you uh, taking, actually, Titch? Um, I'm taking craft. You uh, are going to take a craft. Ah. Yeah. What craft are you taking? Well, he has been uh, using his carpentry tools. Okay. To, uh, he's, he's been examining the haft of his uh, his sphere for a while uh -huh. and figured out that if he takes his carpentry tools and he puts slight divots in certain places he can reinforce the grip and make it easier to manipulate in in specific ways given how he tends to fight when he fights and so he is going to be taking on the keen weapon effect um, which sharp and better balanced this weapon is now much more likely to produce a critical hit when it hits the target attacks using this weapon score a critical hit on the roll of a 19 or a 20. very very nice did you um where are you what craft was this that you were using here um it's in uh in the crafts obviously yeah no, i know uh, but it's it's and then it's in the 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 first thing it gets is a reward handcraft uh, okay yes so that's so this is handcraft um, okay, so during a fellowship phase, you can spend a craft slot, choose a non-magical item in your possession. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. That's pretty cool. Um, and so, uh, is upgraded with the reward, and you've done the reward. Okay, so give us the reward again. It is 19, basically 1920 is crit now. Expanded critical. Okay, yeah. that's great. Awesome. I love it. Um, yeah, good call. I think it's interesting that they're given a choice of crafts or virtues. So, um, all right, hit points. Last but certainly not least. All right, I'm going to hit, hit blah, blah, push my little hit dice button here and see what we can. Oh, that's how you do points. it. That's how you do yeah, it. Yeah, you just, you just click the hit dice button and it'll roll and add your custom. I, I think these dice are misogynistic. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> oh wait, the hit die button already adds the con. Oh, that means oh. I don't have twelve hit points. That means I have eleven hit points. That's even worse. No, no, no. It did. It didn't. It didn't automatically add it. No, for me it did. Oh, oh really? it did. Oh, because yes. you have eleven. Because you just, Amal, you just rolled one d eight. Oh yeah. It, okay. If you, That's if you click the word hit dice on your character sheet, it adds the con modifier. Uh oh. Oh, well then so you I should. Well the then you really thing. should roll. You should press the hit dice button. Then. I would like to press the hit dice button. But if you button. get a one again, you got no no sympathy at that point. All right? Absolutely. All right. I will hit the. Oh, yeah. oh oh so Amal got to hit the reroll. I, I didn't hit the hit dice. She didn't button. hit the hit dice button. I didn't she rolled the wrong that's button. What I had to do. It was wrong. It was wrong and bad and bad and wrong. It, I mean, if the pattern continues, which once again is obviously how statistics works, it will simply be uh, the hit dice button again. That's it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now Tari gets to subtweet Amal, be like, oh yeah, look at my spider plant. Oh. <laughs> Wait a second. Okay, I didn't even realize. Of course, so it adds my con modifier, not one. So it would have, it would have been three. It would have been. I didn't realize, sorry. I, there are so many things I did not realize anyway. My one would, wow. Tari oh, keeps like putting up more and more like, like fruit. what is this now? What is this now? Watermelon. This is like an, but is it an angry watermelon? Is it a frustrated watermelon? Does it look watermelon? angry? It's smiling. No, this is melon because he's a little friend. I see. Ah, okay. oh. oh. That's actually his name. <laughs> Let <laughs> I did just too. make this up, but this is actually his name. So Coriander, you're up to what then? If you get the 10? 20. 20. Wow. All right. <laughs> okay. Coriander took. All right. Um, Coriander tank. Coriander tank. Well, that, Just that keep that in mind. One more than Titch. I, I look forward to seeing you as a tank in this next portion of the adventure. Um, um, quick, okay. 20 out of 20. Yeah. Um, quick question. Sure. Sorry. Is, is uh, Titch done? I want it well. Yeah. So, Titch, you have a, you got a total of eight plus or just eight? You did a total eight. of eight. So, I got it. So, you're at 19 now? Mm-hmm. So Coriander, more than the captain of Brie. Okay. Uh, yes, I'm you had a question. I'm captain of Brie. I'm a gate guard. You're a captain, and you're <laughs> a man of Brie. You're captain. You see your light pass. Yeah. And exactly. Uh, there. Um, Does that include getting trampled by the Nazgul? <laughs> you don't know. Maybe they'll avoid this path. Maybe this is a metaverse story. Maybe this is uh, strange new worlds where Pike isn't going to become the guy in the wheelchair oh, at the well, end of it. Maybe you'll knows, do you know. a river and you'll die briefly, but then come back to life. Hmm. Fulfill a prophecy. Exactly. I'm gonna sit here and ponder that, drinking my hamica. So yes, Amal, you had a question. Yes. Um. So, uh, our initial character creation had a lot of question marks mm -hmm. in it. Yes. And stuff, and there are some things that were never resolved in oh. my initial character creation, and that I'm wondering if now would be a good time to do. Okay. Such as. So in my uh, skill notes, um, I have. Uh, expertise. Yep. So at first level, choose any combination of two of your skill and tool proficiencies. Your proficiency bonus is doubled for any ability check you make that uses either of the chosen chosen proficiencies. Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever chose what those were. The skills. So uh, yeah. do you did you choose any skills at all at the beginning or no? I did. Okay. Uh, so the skills that I have are acrobatics, athletics, perception, persuasion, sleight of hand, and stealth. Um, um, it should be uh, four. You is that, did, was that four that I heard? Or that was, was there more than four? four? That was six. I think there was something that I had that told me to pick a two extra or something. There's, there's probably some for being a, a, 
burglar thief yeah. whatever, and she's oh. for being a hobbit. Yeah. Okay, because of being <clears throat> a hobbit, I think. Okay. All right. Yeah, fine. So, I'm, so that's, I'm just reading off so that's what, six. What so then, yes, yeah, so you choose any combination of two of those, and then also you have tool proficiencies. Um, and I think you were probably proficient in thieves' tools, would be my guess. So, so could... this is my thought, because so I have these thieves' tools on here. Yep. Um, but I don't. But there's just a question mark next to it. In it my... always does this. Okay. If you, if you click on the when you mouse over it, there'll be a little gear next to it. Yeah. And where the question marks are, it says you know whatever. And if you click on that, you can apply dexterity as the. Ah, okay. So uh, attribute should be dex. Okay, mm -hmm. and then... And if you're going to have proficiency, where it says proficient above that, if you click on it, you can select expertise, and it'll automatically calculate that for you. Oh, this is so clever! Okay, thank you. Okay, so yep. that... So expertise is the doubling of the proficiency. Okay, Correct. so that... So, okay, great. So which two are you choosing, then, just so I know, Amel? Natural so, one. So it's got to be... Um... Wait, did I just roll something? Yeah, it's used to roll. It's okay, oh. you used it up now. It's a good time. Oops. Okay, great. No, no! <laughs> um, and then, so so I'm supposed to pick uh, one, so any two of your... Skill so, and tool proficiencies together, right. So yeah. it's two total. So you have okay. you can pick one proficiency, one skill, two skills, two proficiencies, up to you. Oh, okay. All right, so... And if you want to take a look at those skills while I go to ask Trent about... Um, sure. Or no, actually, I, I take care of Trent. So you're the last. You're the last person standing, that. actually. Unfortunately, Emil. Okay, um, so um, so that's fine. Uh, so I so what I literally just did was already make myself doubly proficient in in thieves' tools, but I could tools. undo. Okay, yeah, I could undo that if I didn't want that. But uh, right. okay, I probably think probably a decent idea to do that, honestly. If you're gonna, I mean, like that, that wouldn't yeah. be a bad call. Gonna, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm. I was trying to think my way through this in terms of like. What is a thing that I would like Coriander to basically, you know, be just, just super excellent at at doing, uh, at being expert at doing basically, and the the things yeah. that I was, and I I kind of want to make it insane, like just ridiculous, like like truly, truly ridiculous. So uh, I think the thieves' tools make sense for her. The the one that I'm debating next is acrobatics. Or um, stealth, I think. Both good ones, yeah. Um, that actually, and it really will shape how you want your character to be. It, it's, yeah. I mean, like, yes, they could work together, but in a way, of, and in fact, the last combat that we had, um, where you were at first trying to be stealthy, then you're up on top of a wall. Like, you could have really gone either direction with that. Um, yeah. And so it kind of depends on how you want Coriander to envision herself, I would say. I, I see I really see her as a tumbler yeah, <laughs> like okay. I, buy that. I kind of see her as just uh, she's she is so absurdly dexterous um, it's it's truly ridiculous uh, and so I like the idea that she's kind of constantly in motion and constantly turning somersaults and um, so uh, but you but you know the, the tactical move for stealing things <laughs> would probably be to combine thieves tools and stealth um which i also kind of like for her um but i i don't know i guess partly i like the idea that it's like one vision of her is you know stereotypical tv ninja style uh <laughs> just melding with shadows using thieves tools mm. another one is 
like dangling from her feet from a tree trunk to open a window in the top <laughs> you know what i mean yeah very mission so, impossible yeah 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 uh so so it's tricky um um so having okay i'm putting a pin in that briefly to ask you my second question okay uh which is i have sneak attack mm -hmm. on my sheet um a thing that i it it, I, I think I hadn't clocked about sneak attack is that it says you must use a finesse or a ranged weapon. Right. Um, so, is a dagger a finesse weapon? Yeah. Um, it's uh, versatile. It can be finesse. It can be finesse, yes. It can be finesse? Yeah. Okay. The thing is, I kind of... The more I think about... So, this never came up. Using the dagger never came up. And because it never came up, I kind of would like to make it make her a ranged weapon user instead. I think it makes a lot more sense That's for fine. her character. Um, As so in like I, slingshot maybe? Uh, sling, sling or... I could see her getting really into arrows, but I think sling makes more sense because I, I imagine she's a much... I, I imagine her as more likely to improvise yeah, weapons. I could see um, that. So if she can like pick up stones to do that or if she can like have... I don't know. <laughs> I totally envision her like... Uh, oh no, here we are in a dragon horde. I'm going to use this cup in my sling right right right. oh look you a know, jewel not the jewel yeah. you know, exactly like yeah so i think i think that i think i will do sling instead of uh dagger so i just wanted to make that change up front and um there is no sling in this rule book so you're gonna have to get that from oh that's right the... we talked oh, about that's wait a second I, I i'll get it i get it yeah. That was the whole thing. That was I wanted to use a sling, and then the book was like, "You can't use a sling." That's right. I remember that. Yeah, which I, which surprised me honestly. I, yeah. um, so uh, yeah. Let me take a look quickly also while she's getting okay. that at weapons. Okay, and I will continue to ponder my dilemma of what do I want to double her proficiency in. <clears throat> so they have right. That's right. Not sling. They do have, uh, but they do have bow. Um, they. I understand the logic um, of it. Okay, let me. Well, let me put it this way: to avoid a conflict with the rules, you, if you were like, I could see her getting into bows and arrows. I would also be willing to have you do that. However, I don't mind going a little bit out of the sort of standard. I, I don't know that they're going to be able. I understood the logic that Tari laid out for us last time about why they said they were keeping slings out of it. I don't know that I buy it. Um, like I, I think it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, even narratively. Like just realistically, hobbits were exceptionally good. We are told explicitly at throwing stones and at using slings when needed. So I understand yeah. mechanically, but I don't know that they can stay stay on that idea. Frankly, um, apologies to our wonderful sponsors, Free League, but I don't know that I buy into that. <laughs> Theory. Wait, so, so, so the, the, um, I think they did say that you can just use it from the regular player's handbook. It's right. Just like not intended, you know. Yeah. So the the just to make sure I've understood this, it's like there is down the road a uh, a virtue that is this, and uh, yes. yeah, basically it gives you like uh, proficiency at throwing pebbles. Okay. Well. So it's up to you. I'm, I'm would... willing to bend if we need to, and just use the general thing from the uh you know player's handbook D, D, but it's you know i think you know whatever whatever the virtue here's the thing the funny thing is that when i look at the virtues as they are currently available for her that she's not got yet but like thinking down the line yeah um there there is a lot of this is purely purely a fluke with the way that this character got rolled but like 
they're, the things that make the most sense for her are actually things that already overlap with her character sheet as it exists. Like, there's, um, uh, like, what is the one about marksmanship? Like, you know, um, sure, sure at the all. mark. Yep. Sure mm -hmm. at the mark, right? Uh, I was like, oh, that seems great for her. Uh, you can in increase your dexterity up to 20. She's already got her dexterity at 20. Sorry. But, like, there's, um, and, but there's a bunch of other stuff there that I think looks quite cool, but there is that bit of overlap. So I feel like if that's the case already with some of the stuff that's laid out for her, I feel like maybe it shouldn't be that big a deal for, um, for her to already have a sling. It, when I think about her character, it makes more sense to me than archery purely because archery is a more focused and studied skill. And right. this is a character who is, who's a, a very short attention span. Also, she's a tumbler. And, Frankly, it's going to be harder to be doing that with a quiver of arrows at the back or at the side, you know, whatever. Exactly. As opposed to stones in a pouch. So I don't know. I, yeah, I'm, I am myself skeptical of the no sling thing. So, um, hey, tilted. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that if you want to do that. Also, frankly, not to put too fine a point on it, slings do less damage anyway. Um, yeah, so there we I'm, go. You know, so I'm okay. And I, I, I think that makes like the idea. It's very hard for me to imagine coriander stabbing someone. Or, like, mm -hmm. the idea of her doing piercing damage right now is very hard for me to imagine. It's a purely, like, field Could throw thing. daggers, too. Yes. That, that is shuriken? But... Shuriken. <laughs> that's, that's the destiny for this character. Improvised shuriken. <laughs> Improvised shuriken. <laughs> that's um, that's no. thousand shurikens there. I just, oh, I just see her as a character who is more likely to want to, like, honestly do less damage to people and, and be more incapacitated. I know this is not the way D&D rules actually no, work. No, I mean, I get it. But there, there is more ferocity involved in stabbing and piercing people That's in my head. Be. But, so. That's fine. Um, Cool. All right. So I think I will uh, double the proficiency of acrobatics in that case. Um, and uh, uh, and so acrobatics and thieves tools and okay. give her a sling. So I'm Good changing. Stuff. That is that is what I like to see. And so we'll start with a fellowship point rating of, if I have this right, seven now, um, which is the four of you, two for Bilbo, plus the one additional because of Cal having taken the virtue that he did. Um, so that brings us to seven. So that leads us, chat and everybody and players, to the fellowship phase. 